Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're, 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 you're listening to the podcast for all of the news, notes, and breakdowns for your Ohio State Buckeyes. This is Sons of the Shoe with Nick Wilson and Spencer German. Nick Wilson, Spencer German back again. It is time for the latest Sons of the Shoe episode. And as always, we appreciate your comments in the 92 Through the Fan YouTube section. We appreciate you following the show, Apple, Spotify, the free Odyssey app, 923thefan.com. And what a big show we have, Spencer, because not only do we have the big SEC, Big Ten uh, Joint Advisory Committee release that was released earlier this week, we've got Ryan Day is going to be speaking in Columbus uh, on Wednesday this week, uh, no idea what he could be, you know, talking about or interested in talking about. And oh yeah, there's a little matter. Probably uh, his endorsement for president or something. Maybe I, mean, I don't know. Clearly, I mean, it is a, it is it is an election year. So he's always know. struck me as a third party guy. Right? Not one <laughs> to ride the the fence there. Um, but the biggest news was, uh, yeah, Bill O'Brien is uh, interested in the Boston College job previously vacated by Jeff Halfley. Uh, We talked about Jeff going to the NFL as a coordinator and all the paranoia and the big talk that came from around there. And it's funny. Why he would leave matters to me. You know, um, one potential framing of this is his son has health issues. Uh, His son's receiving care in the Boston area or, or in the Massachusetts, you know, surrounding area of Boston. And that that could be a big impact there. Um, and this kind of reminds me of like the Bill Callahan thing. Bill Callahan left, you know, being the Browns offensive line coach and and, all, and run game coordinator, all that, to go to Tennessee to be with his, his son, who just got hired as the head coach, Brian Callahan. And the Browns very smartly, you know, f- formed this as we just couldn't, you know, we just couldn't get in the way of a man and his son. And that makes sense. What I will say is, at least with the Bill O'Brien thing, I think that is a incredible thing if it's true. 
I also know from making my own career moves, from talking about coaches with their own career moves, that it's never one thing. You know, like you might point to one thing, but it's always a cadre of things. And so if it is about his son, I I mean, you can't really begrudge a man. But if it's also that Bill wants to be a head coach, uh, and he'd rather be a head coach than an offensive coordinator, I will say I think that's incredibly short-sighted. But your initial reaction to, to the Bill O'Brien uh, hoopla about him potentially going and leaving Ohio State after, I believe, about three weeks on the job. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The other thing I know is, I know you mentioned the son getting treatment, but he also has a son who's playing baseball at Tufts. So obviously that being a a Massachusetts school, he'd be closer to his son. So I I do think just, just from my perspective, like everything that we've seen and heard, this feels like a very, and again, he hasn't officially gotten the job. I know Pete Thamel reported um, on Monday that, they're, that that basically um, they're doing their due diligence and and that you know they're not just gonna they're, they're not just gonna hire Bill O'Brien they're going through an interview process and all these different things yeah so teams, it's, it's, by the way teams leak that to reporters so they don't look like a holes for really looking at one head coach yeah just so <laughs> I, I, I all due respect to Pete Thamel but every time it's like when uh, teams go we're gonna have an exhaustive thorough a search for our next head coach and they interview like three people. It's like, okay, yeah. you're exhaustive <laughs> and everybody else's exhaustive are two different things, but I digress. Well, yeah. And, and, to, and you're, you're, that's fair. And to your, to my point though, like it was more so just about the idea that, you know, Thamel reports that they're, they're not, they haven't officially hired him, but it sounds like it's trending that direction. There's other reports that he's likely going to be the, he's the top candidate. He's probably going to end up getting the job and, and that's all fine and good. Um, I, Like, I don't know. I, I, from my perspective, just with, you mentioned the treatments in Boston. He's from that area. He's obviously spent a, a large portion of his career in that area working with the Patriots. So it's a place he's familiar with. This is kind of an unexpected development in the college coaching ranks. Nobody expected Halfley to, to leave and go to the NFL. So the job opens up. It gives him an opportunity here. Um, and if he's going to take it and it's a lot of family-driven things, then I think that's probably a reasonable reason to take a job i think you're right there's probably more motivations behind it than just that i'm sure on some level he does like the idea of being the head coach being the general of all of, of all things and having all the power like we talked about last episode power matters to these guys so he gets and, a chance and to power try. matters to bill that bill has yeah bill has shown that in especially in houston when he was in the nfl power matters to bill yeah so it's an opportunity to do that it's an opportunity to, to be a head coach somewhere um and a lot of you know guys are going to pass those opportunities up now I, I think what's like the next level of this is okay if you go to boston college are you going to be do you have the resources there to be successful i don't think it matters as much because for bill like 
he's he has obviously built up a reputation as is of being one of the be- the the best offensive minds in football over the course of his career, whether it's the NFL or whether it's college. So I think if he goes there and he has just even marginal success, I mean the guy got when he, when he left Houston, I think people thought at some point he'd get another head coaching gig potentially. I understand like it didn't work out there. You talk about power. He probably had a little bit too much power. And that seems to be the thing that burns a lot of these coaches that go that make the leap from, you know, position coach or offensive coordinator, assistant coach in the NFL to then they go to college maybe and try their hand at things. And then they go back to the NFL. Like sometimes they want too much power. Like they're like, oh, I, I want control over everything because that's what I was doing in college. Again, that word is, is, is kind of the buzzword here of this conversation. Um, and it kind of burned him in Houston. Like he got himself in trouble because he he oversaw the personnel and that wasn't really his cup of tea. So I I like I think people thought he might get another head coaching job despite the fact that he kind of botched that situation. Um, but as it turned out, he's kind of just bounced around being an offense coordinator again. So I, I think that's gonna stand no matter what. Like I don't think what he does at, at Boston College, you know, discourages him from being a a an offensive coordinator again at a big time program or back in the NFL again. So I think he probably recognizes that. And I think he's probably like, Hey, this is an opportunity to try something. And if I do have success, maybe I can parlay this into being a head coach again, which would obviously be, I think the end goal for him. He, he had success um, at in Houston and I'm sure he wants to get back to trying to do that again. You know, the only thing I would say is um, this could be Bill's last chance to be a head coach. I don't think it'll be his last chance to coach in general. I, you know, and to what you said about he'll always have a chance to be an offensive coordinator somewhere, that that does matter. But it feels like we've got the two strikes policy for Bill. Uh, one was his time in Houston, which honestly I think he's a little underrated as a head coach. Yeah. But but teams have shown with how they've treated other um, Belichickian candidates, including Belichick himself, they don't want Machiavellian candidates. I mean, that's yeah. why Belichick isn't the coach of Atlanta right now is people in that organization rightly saw the writing on the wall. If Bill Belichick comes in, everybody's getting fired because Bill wants it his way, and he wants his people, and he wants the power, and he wants the secrecy of, of that whole thing. So I do think Bill's, Bill O'Brien, that is, is a little underrated, and he can always be a, a coordinator. But this could be your last chance to be a head coach, and let's all be honest. The Boston College job is a bad job. When, when we start racking jobs in the ACC, which is at best the third best conference for football, if not now the fourth with, you know, the Big 12 having a resurgence, thank God that the Pac-12 doesn't really exist anymore because there were years where you could make the case they were the fifth best conference. So in anywhere from the fourth to fifth best conference for football, Boston College is a bottom five ACC job. So your path there, and Jeff Halfley found this out, your path there is you got to win 30 games of your first three years or 20 games of your first two years to get out. Because if you get stuck in Boston College, it becomes this black hole of a job. And I think that was part of why Jeff Halfley left to go back to the NFL. It's never been harder to be a coach in that specific job. And I think he saw the writing on the wall after a couple of 500 years. So I guess my point is, and listen, if it's about family, I really want to make it clear. If it's about family, I'm I'm like Vin Diesel, all right? I totally get it. <laughs> Like it's I'll build, I'll, I'll build ten shitty movies about um, about family, just like Vin Diesel will. But when it comes to if this is about being a head coach again, this is where there's a forest from the trees perspective that needs to be had. In a year, 
if Michigan, if you beat Michigan, if you win a national championship or you're in the national championship game, Bill O'Brien likely can have his say of all but about 10 to 12 jobs in college football. And that means there's going to be about 30 jobs potentially in front of him that are better than Boston College. So there's a part of me that there is a part of me that like Bill O'Brien right now is the underdog. Like his path to being the kind of coach he was on when he was in Houston in the NFL, it's pretty slight. Like, I mean, it's he needs he needs a lot of help. So he's become an underdog. And what he's doing is taking potentially the first job available. And if that's for career reasons, it's a it's a bad decision. And I think he could win at Boston College. It's not like, listen, he won at Penn State after the Paterno yeah. fiasco. He won. You look at the first couple of years in Houston. In the well, NFL, it, was, nice. it wasn't so much the Paterno fiasco as much as it was the Jerry Sandusky fiasco. But yes, obviously. I, yeah. But with that being said, like he won <laughs> the first few years. Uh, not to gloss over that, but he did win. Like, <laughs> look at the first few years in the NFL. He was in the playoffs with Tyler Yates and Brandon Whedon as his quarterback yeah. before he got to Sean. So I think he's a good coach. But I, I just believe in, you know, I think everybody in the world has taken a job because it's a job that's better than the one you might have right now. Instead of realizing if you're a little more patient, you might be able to get a far better job yeah. than the one you have right now. Well, I think the math on that makes a lot of sense. It, going back to what I said, I, I think Bill O'Brien almost has like a lifetime—I I say lifetime—but you know, a career-long ticket to anybody who needs an offensive coordinator. They're gonna—they can count on Bill O'Brien. Like he can come in and he can get results for your for your team, whether it's in college, whether it's in the NFL, whatever it might be. So I, I like maybe this is him looking and saying, "Look." on top of the family stuff, which I do think plays a role here. Um, maybe this is him looking and saying, Hey, if I go to Boston college and I have success, that might be my path back to, because listen, like how many times have we talked about the the number of coaches, Steve Sarkeesian comes to mind, right? He, he revived his career and he's now the coach of Texas sitting pretty rebuilding that program. Right. Where like, did he the, revive his career at? Well, that's what I'm in at Bama. That's, that's as, what I'm saying. As an OC. Right. right. And that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. B. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if Bill went to Bama and the best he got after that was, okay, I'm just going back to join my other friend, Bill Belichick, in the NFL. And I'm not saying that's a bad gig. I'm just saying, like, he that didn't parlay into him getting another head coaching job. Maybe he's kind of reading the tea leaves like, okay, that didn't help me revive my head coaching per, uh, career. So maybe this is the thing that allows me to potentially revive it is if I go have some marginal level of success at Boston College. Because no matter what – he could always fall back on somebody will hire me to be an OC in two, three years. If this doesn't work out, I'll be right back in this chair. So I, I think that's probably a fair way to look at it. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm obviously we'll get into discussion here about where Ohio state goes from here. I think the other thing here, and I, maybe this is a good point to segue into this, 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 the Dennis Dodd tweet that we yes, wanted to get to. Thank you, God. Thank okay. you. Thank I, you. Because I thought you were going to move somewhere else, and I was no, like, we've no, got to no, no. talk about no, no, what no. might be I'm, the dumbest narrative out of this job. Yes, I'm going to. Well, I saw. I'm going to throw this up real quick. So th this, in, in all due respect, because I think I think Dennis Dodd does a great job covering yep. college football. He, he's he's one of the better reporters in in the sport. But I thought this tweet the other day where he's talking about Bill O'Brien pursuing the BC job was absolutely asinine. The idea that he's looking ahead and saying, huh, you know, if we don't beat Michigan this year, I'm going to be looking for a job again. 
uh, maybe I should go to Boston College because there's better job security there. What the hell world is Dennis Dodd living in that he thinks there's great job security at Boston? I mean, on some level, there might be because there's a little, there's less pressure at, at Boston College. So if you even win like six, if, if you make a bowl game at Boston College, you're probably set for the next like three, three years at least before they start thinking about firing you. Um, I mean, Jeff Halfley had had marginal success and he wasn't even, he was coming back next year. So I understand what he's saying, I guess, at face value. But the idea that somebody like Bill O'Brien, who has played or has coached rather some of the highest stakes programs and teams in the history of football is going into a job and he's sitting there worried about, hmm, you know, that Michigan game is a big deal to these people. If we don't win that game, I might be looking for a job next year. Like he was just looking for a job. What does he care if he's going to be looking for a job in a year? He's kind of used to that. That comes with the, the, the territory of being a coach at the college level in the NFL. Like this guy coached at Bama. At, at Bama, it basically became win a national championship or bust for anybody but Nick Saban because he had won enough. Um, he coached in the NFL under Bill Belichick and the Patriots, which that team went to Super Bowls every year. As so many people, by the way, astutely pointed out, he never even won a championship at either of those places despite coach, coaching under two of the greatest coaches to ever do it. So I don't understand why that would be his mindset. Like, why take any job if you're just going to live in your fears of like, ah, I might get fired after this year. Like, that's not how any of these guys think. They're all a little bit crazy. They're all willing to take chances and take risks. And I think it is a risk for Bill O'Brien to go to, to, to Boston College and try to have success there. But if he thinks that's a, maybe a path back to being a head coach in the NFL – then more power to him. He's going to try to do it. But that's my him going to Boston College is more about him being like, you know what? I think I'm good enough to maybe do enough here to to get another NFL head coaching job or be a head coach somewhere else. That I'm going to give it a try. It's more about him not living in his fears. But apparently, Dennis Dodd thinks he's living in his fears about losing to Michigan. Are we serious? I just like that Dennis Dodd is treating one of the most cushiest jobs in America, offensive call, uh, play caller and offensive coordinator at Ohio State, as if you've got 20 in blackjack and you're tempted to, to call hit. Like, no, 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 no. The, the Boston College job is the kind of job where, all right, well, now you got you're, you got a five and a two. You're trying to get to 21 and you hit like a 10. Now you're at 17. Now you're in no man's land. Right, like that—that that could be the Boston College job next year. You go out and you have a three-win season at Boston College, and that's how you go from oh, job security to will Bill O'Brien make it to three o year three years. So, like the idea that Ohio State is twenty and you're looking for twenty-one, um, no, you know why? Because one, the odds of losing to Michigan next year are pretty low, considering they're retooling. And you've got a team that's returning all its production. You have a team right now that really is starting to look like there's one potential weakness, and it's the O-line. And that could still hypothetically get better with player development. So we, we can't just assume it's going to be crap. And then two, like, this is, like, you're in the perfect situation. You drew 11, right? You drew 11 at Ohio State. So you can get a 10 and you hit blackjack, and you might get uh, that Texas job that Sarkeesian got. You can hit a nine. Oh, no, now I got to go be the head coach at, uh, geez, I don't know, Arkansas. I wouldn't do that. B-Limit didn't work out there. Like, the point is, there are so many more positive options in front of you versus the negative options, 
And and I think it's I think it's convenient framing that Dennis is looking at it from a one year prism and saying, well, if the worst case scenario happens at Ohio State, which isn't likely to happen, like it's just it, it's a little disingenuous and it's a little bit of that. We're going to go ahead and and make this look like a better situation. Yeah. Boston College is an abhorrent job, and Bill can do better. Now, I do want to get into Ohio State's uh, path forward. We also have to get into uh, the Ryan Day press conference. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. 